we got Windows, 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 and a little bit of games. Happy Friday, friends. We are back. It's another, another week. Another week has come. Another week has gone. It, it feels like Friday happens, I don't know, about every seven days or so. Uh, here we are yet again. And a lot on the Windows set. A lot a lot of happen in, happening on the Windows set. And so let's just dive in to that news. So there's a new build of Windows 11, and it's now in the release preview channel, which anybody who's been around the block or two knows, hey, uh, things are coming to an end. Actually, I'm expecting RTM to be around May 24th. That is the target date. And so that is obviously next week. And it looks like RTM or the, the release build of 22H2, I always want to call it 21H2, but 22H2 should be just about done. Now, the big question is, is it actually done? Because as, as you think through all the different ways now that Microsoft updates Windows, you have Windows updates, you have these build updates, you have things coming through the store, you have these fun service, non-service service pack things. And so, yes, the, the baseline build will be complete, if you will, but Microsoft has already indicated that, hey, like we, we might be able to shove uh, tabs with File Explorer in before launch if we feel like it. So we don't quite know if it's done, but the baseline is done. So it's done, but not done. It's, it's Schrodinger's Windows done. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. There's also a new build in the dev channel 25120. And the only reason I bring this up because you know there's builds roughly every week and sometimes are more notable than others, is Microsoft is now experimenting with a search bar directly onto your desktop. It's just, it, it looks very Chrome OS-like, it's fine. I mean, it's they're experimenting and it, it's, it is what it is. We don't know if it's gonna stick or stay or whatever. Um, but the thing is, is if you better, if you're, if you're gonna use this feature, I hope you like Bing because you can use any flavor of Bing you want as long as it's Bing. Um, I kind of screwed that up. It should have said any search engine you want as long as it's Bing uh, for a little Henry Ford quote there but either way it's got to be Bing and the the more odd thing at least as of right now is it it's not very flexible so you you can search the web but you have this giant search bar I think it'd be great if you were searching uh, everything on your PC as well but either way I don't know if Microsoft I guess, can't make the differentiation between local search and web search either way I guess we don't have the technology yet but um, yeah so anyways that search bar on the desktop is ex in the experimental phase and so we'll see if Microsoft brings anything else to the desktop like that because I know a lot of us myself included would love to see the, you know rip the widgets out of the widget world and put them on the desktop which is kind of what this feels like but you can't do that yet and so uh here we are um also i found this statement from microsoft hilarious they said windows 11 is now ready for broad deployment congratulations everybody the beta test is now over i don't know why they, they this always just feels weird um probably because they're not pushing it in mass to everything and everywhere and they've got all the kinks out but they haven't put all the features back but either way microsoft says you Yes, you, dear listener, should be running Windows 11 on everything, including your work environment, because they say it's ready for broad deployment, not like what they released uh, last year. That was just for suckers who uh, wanted to continue to beta test. Also this week, Microsoft officially released the quote-unquote leaked uh, Outlook email client that showed up last week. Now, it's only for certain insiders and everything else. My theory here about why Microsoft had to do this is directly linked to loop components. So Microsoft is working on this thing called, these components called loops, and they've got this app called Loop, and you can put these components inside a loop, and you got loops all the way down. But they're very web-based, they're very integrated, and they're very complex on the back end because you can rip, as a, an example, a spreadsheet or a chart out of a spreadsheet and put it 
in an email and it's live and living. And I don't think old Outlook really could sustain that type of a model. And that's why they had to rebuild Outlook. And so I think this is directly tied to Loop. And that is why we are seeing this actually happen. Because when you look at it, it's like, well, oh, this doesn't really feel all that different. Until you start thinking about how it would tie into those components. Like, well, I can see why they'd have to rebuild to get the best experience out of that. So uh, that is, you know, that's just a little food for thought here on your Friday morning. Uh, Microsoft also announced that they're changing some cloud policies to appease EU cloud providers. This is Microsoft. They, this, they've made several announcements along this line. They are really, really trying to stay out of the, the, the limelight when it comes to the, the gavel of the regulatory hammer because they don't want to get slammed like all these other companies are. And so the complaint was that if you wanted to use Microsoft software on another vendor's cloud, it was quite expensive. And it was Microsoft was giving themselves a, an advantage by using it on their own services. And that made that's an anti-competitive thing. And so, uh, yeah, so they are they're clawing that back. I don't think they're going to give any money back to people who have been been kind of screwed over by these policies we can live to to, to hold our breath one day uh, and also finally <clears throat> microsoft has finally put teams fully full kit and caboodle not beta whatever or whatever else you want to call it into the store so if that's how you prefer to get your apps you can now grab it from the store uh, a little bit on the gaming news here. Earlier this week, we learned that for the first time since the initial sale of the Xbox One, Xbox has outsold the PlayStation in Japan. More specifically, the Xbox Series S outsold the PlayStation 5. When you added them all up, it was like 6,200 units to like 2,500-ish uh, PlayStation units, but 6,100 of those were the Series S. Now, you can't you can't get too locked down into the week by week sales because things are very dependent on the supply chain. That being said, the Series S is selling based on the data that we have exceptionally well in the Japanese market. It's actually outselling the PlayStation or the PlayStation, the Xbox Series X by about five percent. Microsoft or the, the data shows that they've crossed two hundred thousand units, and about one hundred and five thousand of those units are the Series S. Now, the only reason I bring that up is a lot of people get sucked into the narrative, myself included, that hey, it's got to, You got to, if you're going to buy a console, you buy the most powerful one. That's just what you do. Uh, but very clearly, that's not always the case and doesn't really play out. We don't have sort of that kind of breakdown here in the U.S. or I don't think many other markets, maybe in the U.S. UK, we may be able to figure it out. But either way, it's interesting to see how closely and actually better the Series S sells than the Series X. Just a little just a little food for thought. Also, Fall Guys, which is a game that, if you're on Xbox, has been kind of promised and coming forever, is now finally actually having a release date, and it's coming in June. So be on the lookout for that title showing up. It's also going to be free to play when it does arrive, so they're switching out the business model. And that is that. Uh, there's also a bunch of games that were announced this week coming to Game Pass. You have Jurassic World Evolution 2, Little Witch in the Woods. You got Her Story, Farming Simulator. I know that's always a fan favorite. Just kidding. Actually, kind of is. A lot of people do like it, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't dunk on that. Uh, Vampire Survivors, Floppy Knights, Headspace, Sniper Elite, Cricket 22, and Pac-Man Museum all hitting the game pass so that really is the news in a nutshell there are a couple questions this week there's actually been a little bit of a problem with the site uh where i post this so i might have to switch up how i do questions because it was very not user friendly to get and post these questions this week but we do have two in the hopper in this condensed version and the first one up is we've got miggy or miggy he says now that the two biggest games for xbox are delayed to 2023 what is the selling point for xbox this holiday well i think xbox this holiday it now this is pure conjecture and everything else and, and, and playing this out there a little bit. I think Microsoft's going to push for the value proposition of the Xbox brand. I think they're going to have some stuff. They're, we already know Halo Season 3 is going to be coming. There's likely a, uh, a Forza uh, update or drop coming. 
And I think there might be a couple other things based on just floating around, but I'm not expecting, obviously, we're not going to see Redfall and we're not going to see, um, uh, God, what's the Bethesda game? I can't even think of it. Um, I want to say No Man's Sky, but my brain is just, Starfield. <laughs> Sky, Starfield, my brain was not working there. Obviously, those titles are not going to be dropping uh, this year. I think they might go for a value proposition. I am very curious to see, are we going to see our first price cut for the Xbox brand? Granted. It'll be, what, two years since it launched. Typically, we see a price cut after the first year, but we all know how the supply constraints and everything else. I don't know if we'll see Microsoft cut cut the price. Really, and honestly, the only price that matters, at least in my opinion as of right now, would be the Series S. If they can drop that thing even lower, we might start seeing some real aggressive holiday bundles because, again, it was even hard to get the consoles last year, and so I could see them trying to go for that value proposition this year while we sort of wait for those next big AAA, quad A titles dropping onto consoles. Now, that being said, it's not like there aren't titles dropping. There will be big titles coming out this fall, just not always exclusive to Xbox. Call of Duty Warzone uh, 2 will be a big one. I think Modern Warfare, the version that they're shipping this year, will also be a very big one. I don't know how many console units it will move, but they are definitely coming, so it's not like there's no games to play. Uh, another question, not related, but sort of is, he says, what are the implications of Saudi Arabia's investment fund acquiring part of Nintendo? This has been a big controversy on the internet, mostly because Saudi Arabia, not exactly above the water when it comes to ethics and, and bone saws. And so them taking a stake in Nintendo doesn't really feel good for Nintendo's sort of pepper and piper and chippy uh, like just business at the end of the day right everybody thinks of mario and he's super and happy and he's, he's just jumping around and bop, beep bopping and everything else then you have uh you have the hacksaw team coming along and saying look we're going to take part of your your company and as you grow we will continue to make money it just doesn't feel good i think if it doesn't feel right um that's my opinion there so, and then the other question of the week, uh, Mr. PKI with a two-parter as well. He says, I saw that Acer is now offering laptops with the new Pluton security capability. Do you know if they are going to enabling it by default or turning it off like Lenovo by default? I don't actually know. One of the interesting things I've been poking around about this Pluton is some vendors, it seems, felt like they kind of had to do this because, well, everybody in the industry is going to do this. Everybody's going to run Pluton because that's that's what that's what we do here in the world of Microsoft. But as it turns out, not everybody is at the end of the day. And so it's sort of a mix match um, if you are going to run it. I know that Intel wasn't exactly in love with Pluton uh, either. So that was a, a little whatever. We'll see. We'll see. How, we'll see what the future of Pluton is. I don't think Microsoft's going to get rid of it anytime soon. They put a lot of investment into that and building that narrative out and build, honestly building out the technology. But it hasn't been industry adopted like a TPM, if you will, uh, across, the, across the world. Uh, the other thing it says, and everyone is wondering about Halo. Are you watching the Halo TV shows or are you still fading away from it like season two? Ooh, burn. Fading away like season two multiplayer uh, interest. So yeah, I have, I have, I'm two episodes behind at this point. I did some traveling, so I'll just blame that. But I will say that the interest in it has faded. And it faded because I was expecting a Halo show and it, it feels... It's Halo-like, but it's not the Halo show that we were all... I was expecting, like, a diehard, but in Master Chief suit. And that's not what we got. Uh, and so, here we are. Uh, we'll see if Season 2 does it either way. Uh, but, yeah, either... either I don't know. We'll see. 
we will see what's going on. Um, either way, also speaking of what's going on, I forgot one last little thing. I think Joe Belfiore, you might be taking a little sabbatical uh, at Microsoft again. This would be, his, I think, his second uh, from what I understand. So uh, for those of you who stayed all the way until the end, there you go. Just a little inside baseball of what's going on in the world of Microsoft. Either way, guys, I told you this would be a little bit more compact because the questions got a little little funkified, and, and Microsoft just stuck to their guns with Windows 11. Also, we got Build coming up. Microsoft Build is coming up very soon, and I'm expecting a lot of news out of that, which also explains why there wasn't really much coming out of the world of Microsoft. I'm not expecting a bunch of Windows news at Build or really much of anything. At least that's what kind of is floating around at the current moment. So either way... Uh, there you go, guys. That wraps up this week. I think next week should be pretty interesting. So there you go. Have yourselves a wonderful week, and we'll catch all of you right back here next time.